Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Pitch hitting. The catcher number two. Also Karen in row J eating the hot dog. Did you mean to tip 167% yesterday at Lake Cafe restaurant? Just checking. So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like over-tipping, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Limitations apply. What is the sanctuary of sweet truth? It is a beacon in a storm of anger, hate, and misinformation. Here the truth is you are free to be yourself and stand by your own moral compass. Live by it, and you can be in the Life's Hall of Fame. The distance, you can run the mile. You can walk straight through hell with a smile. You can be the hero, you can get the gold. Breaking all the records, they thought never could be broke. Yeah, do it for your people, do it for your pride. And you're never gonna know if you never even try. Do it for your country. Because he always played in the show. But he's one of the best acting alcoholics you'll ever find because the man never touched a drop of alcohol in real life. He just put on huh? the show. He just put on the show of being an alcoholic. Get into this topic. Weinstein, is that how you say his name? Weinstein or Weinstein? The actor, the guy. He's talking about the. Uh... Yeah, the producer. The, the, right, right, yeah. Harvey. Weinstein. Weinstein, okay. He's got to be, I'm not trying to knock off on anybody, but he's got to be Jewish by that name, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, I believe that name is of a Jewish descent, and he looks Jewish. Not that that means people that are Jewish do these things, so don't take that the wrong way. Right. Um, I know he's a producer. I couldn't tell you what all he did produce. I have no clue. Um and evidently, even Rose McGowan has come out against this man. He's been getting sexual accusations that he's been uh, uh, harassing women. Rose McGowan came out and said that she went as far as to say the man actually raped her, from what I gather. She tweeted okay. this. Yeah, she tweeted that he actually went. In. Matter of fact, two people have come out now and said that they actually have been raped. Um, one of them was a British actor, actress. I can't think of the name of the show. It's a soap opera in, in uh, England. Hickory Oaks or something like that. I forget what it's called. But it's a British soap opera. She's one of the stars on it. She even went into detail that he came to her door. When she when she went to her door, she didn't, uh, he came to visit her unannounced. When she opened the door, she had her gown on. And he went into the door, put her up against the wall, and, prevent, and just proceeded to rape her. Mm. And... Uh, Alyssa Milano, she isn't claiming that she was harassed by him, but she put a tweet out back and everybody that's involved with it. The uh, Academy, or the Motion Picture Academy, has uh, already revoked his membership. They've uh, He's no longer a member of the Motion Picture Academy due to all this. Right. Uh, a London woman, but she claims she was assaulted. Another one came out and said she's been raped. So I know of at least two to three rapes now that have been claimed. There's 36 women total. 36 women 
Some are saying who they are. The most of them are saying who they are. There's a few that aren't saying who they are, but 36 total have come out and said they've been sexually assaulted by this man. When, when. But um, Lindsay Lohan, man, that's one. That's a piece of work right there. That girl there ain't nothing but. And she's toned down at least. She ain't getting in the news every day for being a cokehead. But she came out and tweeted from, I forget where she says, uh, Dubai. That's where she lives. Is in Dubai okay. now. And she came out and tweeted that she was against all these women coming out and that, uh, that he never done nothing to her. And uh, she did, She thought it was all that, that this was a shame that his wife didn't because his wife's leaving him. She's already said she's done with right. this. And uh, she's saying that it's all wrong. And her only thing to even be able to say this is that he didn't mess with her. Well, maybe he didn't want your ass. I mean, just because he didn't sexually assault you doesn't mean he didn't sexually assault these other women. That's no grounds to base any damn evidence on. That's stupid as hell. Yeah. That's like going by and saying, I don't believe that guy mugged those people in the streets. He didn't mug me. Yeah. (laughs) That's dumb as hell. So, uh, what makes you think, I want to get into the psychological issue behind this. What makes you think there's definitely something wrong with the man psychologically? There's just people don't do this shit for those. You know, 36 women just sexually assault the hell out of people for the hell of it. I don't know where it stems from. But the first thing is one of the things I want to talk about is what makes you think them these people do this even when they got money and the fame and the popularity that they have. And the other thing I want to make mention of is why do you think these women take so long? to come forward not to say they're right they're lying i'm just saying why do you think it takes so long yeah that's what i was wanting to get to well as to the as to the first question um you know like some people were saying he had mentioned something about being a sex addict and this has nothing to do per se with being a sex addict what this Uh has to do is with is is being in a uh, power trip mm-hmm. he gets off on controlling women that's why it isn't so much about you know somebody in his position regardless of how he looks with that much money could have any woman that he wants well yeah of course you know? uh, uh, but he exerts the the power that's where the thrill comes in is you know telling somebody kneel down you know that's that's the where the power comes in. That's what that's what gets him off. So that that's what that's to answer your question. This is about power and control over women. It isn't so much about just enjoying sex. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, I would have to say that you know the moral issues aside, being a sex addict per se isn't necessarily something that's horribly ugly. You know, like you're a criminal just because you enjoy uh. sex. Yeah, but uh, when you exert force on people that are in vulnerable situations, that's that's another thing. Most of the time, you're sex addicts. And uh, oh, I'll say good. that again. Most of the time, you're sex addicts. As far as people that are yeah, that are uh, they're, they're hooked on sex, they enjoy sex. 
but they do it within the parameters yeah. of the law. They might do things like one night oh, sure. stands or whatever the case may be or whatever the hell, but they do it within the parameters of the law. They don't go out and just you know rape people because they're a sex addict. So yeah, I get what you're saying. That shit, that's, no, that's, no. that's like a stigma they're trying to put on sex addicts, saying that they're bad. You know that this guy was a sex addict, so all sex addicts are going to go out and rape people, and that's not the case. So, but yeah, no, not, not at all. Right. And a, and a lot of times with some of these uh, women, they're in a in, in a position where until he picks on on somebody who's got some power. Uh, a lot of times these uh, women have said something and, and it's gone unheard. You know, the police just flat out say there's there's not enough evidence. And I don't I don't know about his situation, you know, specifically. But as a general rule, a lot of times these powerful men get away with it because there's no evidence to uh, to move forward, which evidently he has done now. Uh, then the other women feel emboldened to come out and tell their story. Mm. Well, I think uh, one of the terms I heard from another, but actually I heard this from Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda said that the reason why a lot of these women don't come out is she said, notice that he always targets very young women. He always targets a lot of people in their early 20s, just now starting to come up in their career. And he said the reason, she said the reason why he does it and targets those women is his, because of his power and his influence. A lot of times why they don't come forward is they're afraid to make waves. They're afraid to say something and then, you know, nobody take them seriously. And that'll run your whole damn career right there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's exactly the, pretty much what I said. Oh, any, yeah. any version of that, any version of, of somebody who's in, in, in a position of power. Right. Um, it, it can be very hard to bring them down when you're just a little guy, so to speak. It can be very hard. Well, the guy that created the family guy, what's his name? Seth. I can't remember his last name. McFarlane? Is that his last name? Uh-huh. Like, he did the, yeah. um, he did the uh, Academy Awards, hosted them back in 2013. And evidently one of his friends, I can't think of who she is, but she's been, uh, she had been assaulted by this guy. And he made a joke in 2013 based on him, and I forget exactly what the uh, joke was. It's something like maybe she won't have to, maybe he don't have to worry about messing with Weinstein or something like that. Something along those lines. He made a joke then from stage. And they recently told him about it, and he said, Yeah, I said it. And he said, The only reason why, he said, The reason why I said it is my friend told me about what had happened, and I was pretty pissed off. And I just wanted to let him know that I knew. Right. That's why he said it from the stage, from the platform. And also, Corey Feldman has tried to warn people about this guy. The actor. Uh, did Lost Boys and all right. that. Doing his, he's actually tried to warn people yeah, about this is. guy. Yeah, he's tried to warn people about this guy. That's come out that he was trying to warn him. And it's actually not... There's actually been cases of this over the years with other actors that people don't realize. Actors, directors, and producers. There's more of this prevalent in Hollywood than you would actually know. A matter of fact, uh, do you do you watch Walking Dead? No, I don't. I didn't think you did. But the guy that's in it uh, right now, the prominent hero, you might... Or villain, I mean. You might know about him. The guy that carries the baseball bat, Negan. He's married to this woman... Okay. That is cute. That has accused Ben Affleck of sexually assaulting her. 
his wife has accused him of that. Now, whether that's going to go anywhere or not, it remains to be seen. But yeah, yeah, he shoved it back in her neck. But what he did was he reached under her armpit and grabbed her breast. Oh, from behind. Class that guy, right? The healing. (laughs) Yeah, so I had heard about that. Oh, man. See, I didn't hear about that. I didn't know nothing about that one. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they showed the video. Oh, oh, I believe you. Yeah, I believe you. Like I said, that's been, I don't know why that's been, I didn't know it was that long ago. That's been over 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's been been a while. Mm. I I, I wasn't really aware of it until they started talking about it. The fact of the matter is, and I like this quote, and uh, Tom Hanks told the quote, but it wasn't a quote from him. It was from someone else, and he couldn't remember who. In actuality, chances are they're not going to, because you've got money. You're just going to use that power and that money to make it more accessible. So, uh, just because, don't let money run go away. Just already. So, good, good. Yeah, things are already heading in that direction. Hell, if five years he got sentenced. Or could I'm not be sure he's been sentenced yet. No, it could be yeah. sentenced up to five years. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, in 09, well, first of all, he left his troop. Or something like that's what he did. And I don't know what yes. his grounds were for leaving his troop. He said that his story is that he left because there was a problem with the chain of command. Okay. Then yeah. you, so you just leave? That's, uh, that's his story. I don't know the details. Well, yeah. they got captured, didn't they? By the Taliban, that is correct. Right. So he gets captured, and from what I understand, they say like up to six people, including a British officer, have been killed regarding trying to get this man. I've heard different versions of how many people were killed versus hurt, but it, apparently it, it's pretty safe to say that he, he some people were jeopardized by trying to find him, yes. Right. And uh, so he get, Obama got him pardoned, or not pardoned, got him uh, made the deal to where we yes. gave him. a prisoner exchange. Yes. Yeah, prisoner exchange. Didn't we get him for five of our Five prisoners out. Of, yeah, there was, uh, yeah. There, there were several that we gave up. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, out of uh, Guantanamo or something like that. And yeah. uh, then he comes back over here, and I don't know how they found out the truth of the whole deal because he lied originally, but or whatever the case may be. But his unit was on TV the other day. I seen them. They were on there discussing how. This man wasn't no hero, that he was a deserter. They were really pissed off with him. And uh, Yeah, no, no one's called him a hero right. that, that I'm aware of. Well, yeah. Trump even went as far as to say the man should be executed. Yeah, that was during his campaign. He hasn't said anything officially now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but under the military laws and all and whatnot, I almost don't know that he shouldn't be. He deserted. Um, he was a deserter. Yeah, the, the, there's a distinction. Um, I'm not sure what the, the the law is in the military regarding this. Clinton. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Being a draft dodger here again—that's a different distinction. Being a draft dodger is, is is different than than being in the military and deserting your post. Right. But the uh, uh, I don't know. I, I I've heard that he could get life. I, I, that's probably a bit extreme. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, here again, I don't know the, the the details here. But my opinion is, he should probably do some time. But he's already been, you know. In prison, it, it would seem very ironic to me to get him released as a prisoner just to put him in jail for life. Right. <laughs> so, th- that seems kind of odd to me. Um, you know, he served some hard shit with him Taliban. Yeah, I, I would. He would. You know, there's and there's been people try to say that he was treated well and this that and the other. I, I even even good treatment over there. I, I don't imagine is that good from the Taliban. Right. So I mean, it wasn't like he was on a on a on a beach resort. Yeah, and you know, sipping tea, and he wasn't eating grapes while girls was. Yeah, no, no, and uh, uh, <laughs> in pretty harsh conditions, and um, you know, this is a guy that's just a misfit. I hope that he didn't get anybody killed. He, from what I understand, he most certainly got people seriously injured hmm. trying to find him, and he may very well have been responsible for some fatalities. I don't know. But uh, this is somebody who, by my estimation, is a misfit. Um, I listened to portions of that interview that he gave here. Um, he, he doesn't sound like somebody who's, um, like I said, just a misfit. He you know where he was from? Uh, f- uh, his home? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. That's why I was just, I was just curious. I couldn't no, I remember. I, I couldn't. I'd have, to, I'd have to look that up because I'm not sure exactly where he's from, too, but. I was just wondering for curiosity's yes. sake. This sounds like somebody who was a misfit who probably didn't really belong in the military, and uh, he made some bad choices. Um, you know, he needs to be punished. I, I personally, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to say he should be thrown in jail for life. I mean, that's just, I, I don't know. But from what I know, and I don't know all the details of this, but uh, I would have to say that's probably a bit extreme. Well, has anybody looked into his accusation about the? Uh yeah, and here again, I don't know how reliable you can. And when, when things happen in a in a war zone like that, it's really hard to get independent verification of the facts. But uh, the military has denied that there was any problem that he needed to to be reporting, and certainly nothing so extreme that he needed to go walking off into into the desert. Oh. So, um, yeah, they don't put much credence behind. Okay, yeah, I was just curious if anybody had. Looked into it and found out that the guy was indeed doing something bad or whatever the case may be. Because it has been known to happen, you know. Oh, yeah. And he's talking about Vietnam. Some of them done some bad stuff. Yep. So, we'll have to keep an eye on that. I don't know when his sentencing is, but I would like to keep an eye on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's keep it light real quick before we get back to a serious story. A couple in Clarksville, Tennessee, speaking of, speaking of sex addicts, was caught having sex in an Irish pub bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, police were called where they were escorted out uh-huh. and told to call it. And they were so drunk that they were told to call a cab. I don't believe they were going to arrest them or anything, but they were told to call a cab and told them what they were doing was wrong and why it was wrong. All and, right. And because they told them to call a cab because they're just too drunk to drive. Well, they said they got turned around, got back more and said that. And the next thing you know, 
they found out both of them was in a porta potty on the premises going at it again oh man now i don't know about you that's a filthy place yeah there ain't no way in hell i want to have fucking sex in a porta potty I hate porta potties so bad that if I go to a public event like a garage, like a drag race, where they have them, I will yeah. take some kind of emodium because I don't even want to go to the bathroom while I'm there. That's yeah. I will not know. I hate porta potties. Cannot stand them. And to have sex in one? Shit, no. No. God. I, 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 they should have arrested him right then just on pure principle. There ought to be a stupidity yeah. law clause or something, man. If you if you do something so stupid, you get locked up for at least three days or something. <laughs> I guess, man. That's pretty, that's pretty rough. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Well, have you heard about this 25th Amendment that some of the Republicans are trying to impose upon uh, Donald Trump? No. Oh, you haven't? I haven't heard this. Yeah, this is new, uh, and it's by the Republicans, actually, not the uh, Democrats. Democrats. They're saying they want to look into and see if there's a clause somehow proved that he's mentally ill to get him impeached and taken out of office, Mm. which I've already said, I think the man's got issues mentally. Whether they're bad enough not to be able to hold office, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But... He's definitely got issues somewhere down the road, and, uh, and that would be a hard case to make. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, uh, man, it'd be a real hard case. I don't know how they imposed him, try to make this happen. Where do they set it forward, and then they have to? He has to have a psychological evaluation or what? I don't know, but I, I was shocked. It's actually the Republicans. And, yeah, I haven't heard this. Yeah, yeah, Certainly. it's. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, Who, who's reporting that? You know, God, I can't remember. I think it was USA Today that I got this right. off of. I believe it was just today. I mean, it was like five, six o'clock this afternoon, this evening that I saw it. That I that I researched and found it. I'd heard it before that, like a, okay. uh, but I, this morning maybe or yesterday. But I didn't really go into it. And then today I actually found out what it was. It was the Twenty Fifth Amendment they're trying to do. That they're talking about trying to, I don't know if it'll ever get past any damn thing, to be honest with you. I don't know. You know, It's probably just some people trying to grasp at damn straws. But yeah. I really don't think anything's ever going to come of it. Because like, like he said, you can't, it's, it's hard to prove. And uh, whether you know what, whether it is a fact or not, getting somebody to sign off on saying, hey, the damn president's loony as hell and needs to be kicked out is going to be hard to find. Yeah, that that would be pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, it'd be hard. He, he would have to do something really, really, you know, off the wall. Yeah. To uh, yeah. Well, it's crazy how the tweets he does is crazy. It's not enough to get you impeached. No, there's nothing there that uh, you you would have to demonstrate over a fairly long period of time that you're living in a false reality. Yeah. And that just hasn't happened yet. You might but, you might call him crazy in the context you don't agree with him. But, uh, you know, that's the guy's been running a successful business. He's been doing a lot of things and uh, there's no track record of that. So, yeah, that would be that would be a pretty hard, uh, pretty hard case to make. Well, you got all these idiots out here that are such, you know, like I've said, I got I got to talk on both sides because I'm not I'm, I'm not biased. And I, you know, I have my own issues with both. 
So just like you got the ones that I call the Kool-Aid drinkers that think Donald Trump can't do no wrong, right? you also got the bunch that's so damn whacked out that they think that, you know, something like this and they're die and, and oh, well, there was one that even said, oh, Donald Trump's going to be out of office in two months. Bullshit. No, that's not going to Donald happen. Trump is not going to be out of office in two months. It's not going to damn happen. In all probability, unless something major happens, he's going to serve his whole four years, and you might as well put that shit in your pipe and smoke it. And, and I'm, I've been saying this all along. I mean, I'm, that's a long time. Uh, three years or so is a long time in politics. That's an eternity. You don't know what's going to happen. But I would go as far to say, unless something really drastic changes on the Democratic side of things, he's already on track to get reelected. Oh, he, yeah. He, yeah. 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 He'll go serve eight years, probably, like you said, unless they get some kind of real good leadership and somebody to them come in better than Hillary was. Yeah. They're going to have to really find them somebody. They better get on the damn ball now and get his ass out there for making some moves. You ain't going to be able to wait till the last six months and make himself start showing up. You better start getting his voice out there now. Because this guy's going to have to be damn known, loved, by, and every damn thing else for him to win the next election. And unless, if he just comes out of the woodwork, and it, shit, he ain't going to have a snowball's chance in hell to win it. But it is hard to impeach a president. Yes, it is. And they think it's damn easy. Yep. They hear them talk, I mean, they're like, oh, he clipped his nails the wrong way. He'll be impeached. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. It is not easy. Nope. If it was, if it was that simple, we'd have had a lot of presidents impeached over the years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there, I mean, all it would have took was just some little something to piss somebody off, and there'd been an impeachment. They set it up that way. For a reason. Did you hear about uh, Hurricane Ophelia? That's the one that's heading towards Ireland, is that correct? It's already hit Ireland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three people died. Wow. This is the farthest a hurricane has ever been recorded. Far as east. Farthest ever. Because most of the time, very rarely does a hurricane hit Europe. Yeah. That's what they said. And this is the farthest one that's ever been hit. This may have very well been the very first damn uh, Ireland hurricane. Because, like I said, they didn't know anything about, you know, it's just something you don't hear about. Right, right. Uh, and they're saying. It's fairly it, north, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty north. Uh, they're saying that you could probably, that we can't expect possibly more and more hurricanes to hit in Europe now because of the warmer waters. Yeah. The warmer waters we're having, which we know, you know, that global warming's bullshit, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't never had a hurricane out there in Ireland, but that global warming, that's bullshit. Yeah, okay, whatever you say. But, uh, but yeah, because the water, that's what causes hurricanes here. That's why we get them in the Gulf. The Gulf hits one. That's why it really gets bad because the Gulf's already warm water. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been in, I don't know, have you ever been to the Gulf? The Gulf, no. Okay. I've been in the Gulf. I've been to the Gulf and got in the water. There's a big damn difference between getting in the water in the Gulf and getting in the water on the Atlantic Ocean. Huge difference. 
There's times you can get in the water in the Gulf Ocean, and it just feels like you're in a damn heated pool. Really? Mm. Yeah, it is that warm. Okay. The water is that warm. It's it's actually nice. It's just I don't. It doesn't. As far as fun and being and looks, the Atlantic Ocean is probably better. But if yeah. you want to just like wade in water and everything, the water, oh, yeah. go, the Gulf is a lot better. Of course, yeah, I've heard it's very lot. nice. I've heard it's very nice. That's yeah. also why the fishing's a lot better in the Gulf. It's because the waters are warmer. Destin, Florida is very huge on fishing. But, uh, but yeah, warm waters produce that because the hurricanes make them worse. So, uh, thankful to, uh, hope those in Ireland are, you know, those that did survive and, you know, only three died, but three is three. So, uh, you know, it'd be the thoughts, prayers of those people and, Hope their damage wasn't too bad. I saw one where the hurricane was starting to crash in inland, and it was bombarding the lighthouse. A beautiful lighthouse. Right. It was a nice one too, man. It was gorgeous. Sad. Did you hear about the uh, eight-year-old? The eight-year-old. That um, it was in Miami. She fell off the Carnival cruise ship. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, it was sad news, man. I didn't want to, you know, just wanted to make mention of them and their family. It was she was up there hanging around, and it was actually docked. When when I first heard it, I thought she fell overboard. Then I got to research, and she was actually docked. The ship was, and she was up walking around or whatever at the top, and then she fell over onto the she next. She fell inside the ship, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. fell down yeah. to the next lower deck. Yeah, but it was such a fall. I mean, the ship's damn huge. Oh yeah, so, they're like buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it fell, it was it was long enough fall where she didn't survive. But it was that was awful. I was oof, I couldn't imagine being in those shoes, man. I'll tell you what, we was talking about this the other day, me and Christina. When you become a parent, boy, you look at things totally different. Totally, yeah, it's totally different, man. It's totally, totally different. You can actually feel the pain of a loved one or of a parent. Because I know if I was in them shoes, man, I'd be suffering. Oh, I, well, see, I can relate to that. Yeah. I mean, I, that's uh, – maybe it's because I'm a humanitarian. Um, but I can always feel somebody's pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree you're a humanitarian. I think you're a good guy in that area. I don't think you're <laughs> – I don't think you're like an emotional, you know, piece of shit or not. That ain't what I mean. Well, I mean, that's – Just because you, you don't have kids, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I'm right. just, I'm just saying that since I have kids, you do look at things differently, like even time and all kinds of stuff. You just look at it in a whole different perspective, you know. And uh, not a bad thing, you know. Uh, it's got its pros and cons on both sides, you know. But it's just a different thing. But, well, you know, it's. Uh, I did a routine one time about uh, being childless. Especially if if you happen to be of a certain age and never been married and never have kids, I got to tell you that that's probably one of the last unrecognized prejudices there are in, in our society. There's something um, there's something very subtle about the way people treat you that's different. Mm. Uh, it, it, it can even be the next time you hear somebody describe an accident, you'll hear them say something like this. Did you hear about that uh, that accident over the weekend down there on uh, Route 75? Uh, you know, a guy got killed down there, and you know what? He had two kids. Now, I totally get the tragedy of that situation, and I feel it. But if you really break that down, the implication is 
that it would be somehow less of a tragedy if he wouldn't have had any kids. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Hey, next time you you're at work and somebody says the boss says, "Hey, is there anybody that can stay a little over? We're running behind." I almost guarantee you. Somebody is going to say, I can't stay. I have kids. Now, <clears throat> what that basically says is, <laughs> yeah, you childless heathens can take care of this because I, I have a I have a more important life. OK, and I could go on and on with these examples. I, I, I could go on for another 15 minutes of examples just like this. I can understand that to a degree in that area, but I'm taking I'm taking into account for my work where I work at. Believe it or not, I work with all women except for a few. Well, there's a few guys that work here, but most of the guys are early twenties, mid twenties. One's married, has no kids. The other one's going to school, don't have no kids. My assistant manager. He's a guy about the same age as I am, but he doesn't have any kids. Right. You don't really hear of them much, talk about their family much, not meaning that in a bad way, but they never talk about, hey, I want to you know, have family time, go here and do this and do that. You just don't hear about right. it that much. Yeah. I am the only person in that whole department that have kids that are under 18, going to school, whatever the case may be, in that whole department. Right. So, yes, when it's Halloween... If it's a holiday that involves me having to do something with my kids, if it's a day that I need to be with my kids, yes, I will take precedence over because I am the only one with kids. And I'm not going to miss watching my kids grow up for slicing ham. Yeah. I wouldn't miss my kids growing up for talking on a fucking radio station. Yeah, well, you know what? That's that's fine. But my only con- my only answer. But I mean, to that I get is, what you. I meant what you. Right. The only is is that there's people that don't have kids have things in their life that are important too. Oh, I agree. You know, one of one of the things that, uh, that one of the things that always bugs me is is when we're talking about family and all that. Somebody inevitably says to me, "Well, you don't know what it's like because you don't have kids." And w- my answer well, I, to that, I would well, say that, yeah. Well, you, uh, the, my answer to that is, well, you know what? I've never walked on the moon either, but I know it's damn hard to breathe up there. <laughs> and there, there's far less people you could talk to about walking on the moon. If I really want to know about having kids, just about everybody has done it. So right. I, there's plenty of people I can ask. There's only about, what, a half a dozen or so people that are, have actually walked on the moon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I mean uh, – so I, I, I there's this um, I don't know this this value to their life that is somehow bigger than than those who haven't had kids. There's this implied value that um, is very condescending. And 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 here again, I, w- I want to stress: I it is not that I don't understand the importance of having children. I understand the responsibility. And uh, I, I feel that responsibility towards my my stepchildren. I mean, I'm always very careful about, you know, when we're talking about life situations and all that, that I'm giving them good information, you know. So I feel that. Um, but uh, – and, and I certainly understand the worry that comes with being a parent because I'm a, I'm a worry ward as it is. 
So I can imagine if I had a small child around the house, I'd probably go nuts double checking everything. Yeah, so you mean yeah. I, I, I can put myself in your shoes, right? You know, but I, it doesn't seem to go the other way. It, it doesn't seem like people have a whole lot of empathy for somebody who enjoys other aspects of life. You know, right. whether it's pursuing their career or whatever. I mean, those are or, or their friends or hanging out with their friends or, or whatever, whatever travel or whatever it is that that person likes to do. Their time, the, every minute, we all know life is short. Every minute that you've got is valuable, whether you have kids or not. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. I agree. And I, and I understand what you're saying. And I mean, and in, in, and in most cases, I don't care. But it's just certain things that, like I said, holidays, I won't miss that for nothing or anything like that. And, and, and I'm not knocking anybody else. I mean, they got the same rights I do. If you put the day in and you don't get it, call out if you have to. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can say. I, there have been times <laughs> over years where things have come at work or, or in, in certain situations, and I have told my coworker, hey, look, you have kids. Why don't you go ahead and go home? I'll take care of this. Yeah, that's all, okay. yeah, that's nice of you. I, I've done it. I've done it, but it never goes the other way. It never goes right. in another situation, you know, where something something comes up that you can't take your kids to. Nobody's ever turned to me and said, "Well, you don't have kids. Why don't you go to the, you know, to the to the uh, to the beer joint where so and so is going to be and have a have a have some fun out there." <laughs> you know, it never works that way, right? <laughs> yeah, this is true. I get where you're coming from. Uh. I guess if I was in your shoes still, or back when I was having kids, I could really, I would, uh, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I do. I really do. And I, and I'm not, I, I don't disagree with you in any shape, form, or fashion. Because I, I understand what you mean. And if I was in your shoes and wanted to go somewhere and I didn't, somebody used that excuse, I'd be like, well, tough, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do. Probably, if I think back to it hard enough, probably back when I was in my early 20s, mid 20s, I probably was that way. If I think back to it, I just can't remember, but I'm sure that's happened to me where somebody yeah. used that. I got kids. I'm pretty sure it has. And I probably didn't like it too much. Yeah. <laughs> the truth be known. So, uh, just say, uh, well, I get to this, I won't get into a little bit of sports and I think that's about it, but, uh, yeah, how are we on time? It's gotta be getting close. We got, we got a few minutes. We got a few minutes okay. left. Okay. Uh, we got two teams still in the NFL that haven't gotten a win. We know one of those, Cleveland Browns, as they get skunked this past Sunday. Oh and the- God! <laughs> and- <laughs> what a what a what a what a joke! <laughs> and the Forty ers they ain't got a win yet. So there's two teams that are zero and six. The Giants finally got a win. They beat the Broncos, and the Steelers they ended the Chiefs' run. They were five and zero, and the Steelers. I couldn't believe it. I thought the, I thought the Chiefs would have beat the Steelers, but the Steelers beat the Chiefs, ending there. So now there's no, there isn't a team in the NFL that isn't undefeated. So Chiefs are now five and one. Uh, Falcons lost, man, three and two. I was so disappointed, man. Couldn't believe it. But I don't know who the Browns play next week, but maybe they can get a win this time. Who knows? Doubt it. <laughs> Yeah. I think I'll just keep the streak alive. Hell with it. Just go ahead and go 0-16, man. <laughs> don't even try to win. Screw it. At this point, it don't much matter. Yeah. The good news is, for me, Clemson in college football lost to Syracuse, dropping them 
to number seven in the rankings. Georgia won out big over Missouri, bumping them up to number three. They're now in the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Ohio State bumped up to number six, so they're still not out of the they're not out of the playoff running by no means. They could still get no, in the top. No. Yeah, they could. St- yeah. I, I thought, yeah, they they could definitely get in there. Uh, so it's getting interesting there. I'm hoping, guys, Georgia can get past Auburn. The main problem we got though, this is where nothing against the, what what is Ohio State Big Ten. Yeah, I believe okay. so. This is where the Big Ten kind of gets lucky. Don't mean that in a bad way. Versus Georgia. Let's say it pans out like it is right now. Georgia's number in the, oh, in the top four. And Alabama's in the top four. I don't know if we play Alabama in the regular season this year. I don't think we do. Well, we have to play what they call a SEC championship. Alabama's in the other division of that. So when it comes down to SEC championship, we'll end up having to play Alabama in the SEC championship. And if we lose, we get knocked out of the top four and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But we get knocked out of the top four and there isn't no, where if you're in the top four, you don't have to play that. You don't have a Big Ten championship. You're just automatically the champion if you win that division, that, that Big Ten. Yeah. And there's a few. The ACC has an ACC championship. The SEC has a championship. But there's just some conferences for some reason don't have a they don't have a conference championship. It's just whoever wins leans it out, got it. And that kind of screws Georgia, like I said, or Alabama. Even if Georgia happens to be fortunate enough to beat them, I don't know if they're gonna beat Alabama. Man, Alabama's a damn beast. Yeah. But yeah, Alabama, man, I tell you what. Alabama, if, let me tell you something. If Alabama's so damn good, and I probably don't mean nothing to y'all, but you'll probably agree with me, but if the Cleveland Browns played Alabama, Alabama probably beat their ass. <laughs> right. That's how good Alabama is. Dodgers and the Astros, I don't know what's going on tonight, who's doing what, but at the last I picked, the Dodgers were up 2-0 and when they were playoff, and the Astros were up 2-0. and These are probably going to be the two teams in the World Series. And I believe the Dodgers are going to win the World Series, but I think it's going to be – this could go all seven games. I believe it's going, it could be very well be that type of series. Both of these teams are very good. And uh, it could go the whole seven games. Hmm. And Aaron Rodgers, did you hear about him from the Packers? Yeah, he's out. He's yeah, out broke his collarbone, man. I like old Aaron Rodgers, though, man. I like him a lot. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He, yeah. he seems like a little bit of an odd guy, but he's, yeah. he's great. Yeah. yeah. He's just, yeah, but he seems like, uh, yeah, he's an odd guy, but I think he'd be cool. To, he seemed to me he'd be cool to hang out with Hell Made because I'm odd. Who knows? Get the fuck. Yeah. But <laughs> they say birds of a feather flock together. But Tony Romo is who the ESPN Max, I forget his last name. I can't remember his last name. But anyway, he made a suggestion that Tony Romo, that the Packers should pick him up. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, man. Tony Romo is done, man. I hate yeah. to be mean, but Tony I like Romo, him. I do too. And I thought yeah. he was going to. The way he, he handled the uh, that quarterback situation last year was classy, and he he, he was yeah. really great. He was, yeah. Yeah, was, was a good good guy. Yeah, he's a, he is a good guy, and I liked the I, I, when he first came on the scene. He was a good quarterback, but I but yeah, when he was. He, 
But when he first came on the scene, I thought he was going to be a Tom Brady quarterback, you know. I thought he was going to be like a really good quarterback. And uh, it just never panned out for him. He definitely wasn't a playoff quarterback. For some reason, he just couldn't get the job done in the playoffs. I'll never forget that year. He, he God, buddy, he was running that football and dropped down one yard before the touchdown line. Fell one yard before it reached out, and he missed it by one yard. Man, buddy, if he if he had crossed that line, they would have won that playoff game and went on to the next round. But yeah, but it is what it is. But yeah, I just think he needs to stay retired. Myself. And uh, yeah. become a good announcer. I think that's what he's doing now. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I yeah. don't have cable, but I heard. I thought that I heard that he was uh, that he was doing that now. That's what he needs to do. Just stay in announcing, and he's somebody. And I like I like an announcer that I can listen to and believe. Yeah, and I believe him. That's one thing I used to hate about NASCAR is uh, they used to have this guy uh, uh, Wallenbach, and they say we're going to take a lap with Dallenbach. Going around the track, Wally Dollenback, that was his name. Wally Dollenback around the track, and he'd get in the car, they'd show the in car cam, they'd do it before the race, they'd have him going around, you know, driving and this. This is how you go into turn three. I didn't listen to that shit because the dude never won one damn race in his whole career. Yeah. Why the hell do I want to listen to him tell me how to go into third three? He probably done spun out in turn three 15 times in his career. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit here tell me how to go into a turn. Well, you put Richard Petty in there driving around right a damn track. Somebody's done something. So I was like, it was just a big joke. Well, that's all we got for this week, um, for this day. We'll be back Thursday night. Uh, you got anything? I'm good, man. All right, y'all have a good one. We'll see you in a, or talk to you in a few days. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Is your fixed income truly fixed income? Does it provide diversification, income, and risk management for your clients? At MFS, we help advisors deliver these essentials. We call it Essential Fixed Income. Find out more at mfs.com slash fixed income.